Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. One of the purpose of Exploring Missions is to get people thinking about what does God want me to do where I am or a place that he hasn't sent me yet. But God hasn't left you here just to take up space. You're on mission for God. And on Exploring Missions, we want to help you discover uh, where God wants you and what God desires for you to be a part of and sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. This is Bert Harper along with my son and co-host, Nathan Harper. And Nathan, you know, 2020 has been a year that we'll never forget but uh, it's been a year for missions of difficulty, especially short-term mission trips. Those kind of, uh, the ones that I know about, many of them are put on hold. How about you? Yeah, yeah, there was uh, quite a bit that I'm aware of that was put on hold due to the global pandemic. You know, even some of my own plans and the church where I serve, we had specific plans and everything's kind of, in waiting mode at this point, it seems like. And for even a lot of people, uh, mission workers on the field having to uh, come home and wait things out back in the in the United States or different things like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of waiting and seeing, and hopefully there's a lot of watching and praying, too. Yeah, that's going on. I agree. It's a good day for it's a good year for preparation and saying, Lord, I'm praying, I'm seeking you. And when the opportunity comes. I'm I'm doing it. So that's that's an area we want to go into today. Our guest today on Exploring Missions is Daniel Burkeen. Daniel, welcome. Thank you. And it is good to have you. If that last name sounds familiar, your sister's been on with us before. Yes, sir. Well, y'all are a mission-minded group of people. Trying to be, yes, sir. Amen. Sounds like that's what God saves us. He saves us because he loves us. Mm -hmm. But guess why? He keeps us here to be on mission. Isn't that exciting, Nathan, that he does save us? Simply, he could get along without us. He could. Mm -hmm. But he leaves us here to be a part of the greatest activity in the world, and that's sharing Jesus. So uh, what an opportunity. Well, Daniel, it is good to have you here. We want to hear a little bit about your story your salvation, your, where you grew up, and a little bit. Then we're going to take this journey chronologically about where God brought you and where you're headed. All righty. Well, so I was born uh, actually in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, raised most of my life in uh, McNair County, which is just north of the uh, Mississippi border. Went to uh, Raymer Elementary Middle School, McNair Central High School, and then... Started college at uh, Blue Mountain College. The folks on Exploring Missions have heard about Blue Mountain College. Yes, sir. Uh, Nathan and I are both graduates there and got a lot of roots there. And, mm-hmm. You know, one of the most amazing things, I'm interrupting you. Remember no, where you fine. are. 
One of my favorite stories is about a mission conference that was going on, and there's a guy speaking, and his wanting to know. It was in it was in Europe. Want to know which college had the most missionaries there? And they were talking about the bigger one. When they held up Blue Mountain College, this little college in northeast Mississippi that a lot of folks don't know anything about, mm-hmm. had more missionaries from Blue Mountain College than any other college. So uh, it, it is awesome. a it is a neat place. And so so you went to Blue Mountain College. Yes, sir. Started there in 2010, managed to uh, cram four years of college into six, and um, it was just a... Takes a genius to do that, Daniel, real good. (laughs) Exactly. I don't recommend... That makes me feel better, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I switched my major um, uh, once while I was there. When I first started going, I went for a biblical studies major because I knew God was calling me to the ministry, but I didn't know exactly where in the ministry Throughout my time there, God began working in me, giving me a passion for music, for children. And so I switched my major to music. In the end, I ended up graduating with a degree focusing in music, biblical studies, and a little psychology. One really fun thing that happened while I was at Blue Mountain, I joined the creative arts team called Open Vessels, which was our uh, clown and puppet team through the Baptist Student Union. Well, which one were you, a puppet or a clown? Yes. <laughs> um, they they taught us, um, had a few different outfits. Uh, if we wanted to dress as clowns that we could, they taught us a little bit of how to do uh, clown makeup, which was interesting. Then we would use uh, puppets to do kind of some secular songs that had been transformed to uh, have Christian meaning and then a lot of VeggieTales songs. And we would have them sing and present the gospel through the puppets to children of various areas, church groups, boys and girls clubs, uh, different places like that. And then we would use uh, balloon animals as kind of an icebreaker to catch their attention even more. And that would open up a door to where we could physically, you know, talk to the kids and uh, share Christ with them and how he had been working in our lives. Nathan, Blue Mountain and a lot of colleges, they have student organizations, Christian organizations. Some of them are denominational, different things. But it is a neat way to to start ministering early on, isn't it? It is. There's, uh, believe it or not, most college campuses that I'm aware of have Christian student Christian organizations that provide uh, ministry and mission opportunities for those students. Uh, it could be during the summer, it could be during different break times, but also even throughout the uh, school semesters. And I think it's a really strategic time, really important time that, you know, here's young adults learning, you know, if you will, what they're going to do with the rest of their lives, preparing for that through education, but also preparing for life on mission through these different opportunities that these um, student organizations provide. So it's a great opportunity. And those opportunities presented themselves. Was any of the mission trips you went on connected with the BSU, or um, they were your church? How were they? Yes, I know sir. you made some mission trips there, mm-hmm. Daniel. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I had done a few uh, mission trips before I started college with my church, but my main ones and the recent ones all came through the BSU. Mississippi Baptist and North American Mission Board kind of partnered together to send us to different areas if we would like to. There was an application process and all that. 
my first one, it wasn't until towards the end of my sophomore year at Blue Mountain, uh, and I applied to go to Arizona. I'd be part of a team that would travel around the state leading vacation Bible school. And that was something that I was interested in because I had been doing that with uh, my church that uh, I was a member of Raymer Baptist, where I was playing drums in the praise band and helping out with their vacation Bible school during the summer. And so I thought, okay, this is a good opportunity. It can use my skill set. And so I applied, and that was my first mission trip through my college. What's really cool is it was actually when we went through the application process through the school, one of the questions was, you know, when were when were you saved? Because they wanted to make sure that you're a believer and following Christ. And for me, it was really cool because I had just gotten saved. And so I was able to say, hey, I, I just got saved. So you were going to prepare for being a preacher, but you weren't quite ready academically. Mm-hmm. But the main thing, you weren't ready spiritually. Yeah, and God got me on track. He It's he good to be saved heart. and be a preacher, you know. It really oh, yeah. works good that way. <laughs> hey, Nathan, if you look, you see that he made a mission trip to Arizona and to Florida. But there's one thing right under that, and that's the balloon ministry. Nate, I, I don't know if you've ever been connected with that. I was be involved in Puppet, okay. but I never could do balloons. Nathan, or you, could you do balloons, or are you going to leave no, that to Daniel? Um, I, I struggle just blowing them up and tying them <laughs> off. That's, that's, that's hard enough for me right there. Yeah. Tell us about balloon ministry. What does that mean? What do you do? So with the, uh, that group, it was just doing balloons at the end of the uh, – end of our shows. For me, I actually do it professionally now. I'll go to restaurants or birthday parties and church events, and I make balloon uh, animals, uh, all kinds of balloon decor for people. Do you do it upon request, or you just got a limited number? I just Um, wondered how you could do certain animals. Some of them, I have a list of what I can do for them. Depending on the situation, determines how creative I can get with it and how narrow I have to bring it in. But for, like, birthday parties and stuff, I can do pretty much sky's the limit as long as I know how to make it. And so we'll, we'll make our request after the show. How about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, we decided it didn't, balloon, it didn't work real good on radio except when you pop it, and we decided we'd not do that. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little loud. Yeah. Well, tell us about your music. You used music there in Arizona. Did you use your music? What I wanted to do is show all these skill sets mm-hmm. that you mentioned and how God has used them in so many ways, your music, your teaching, your balloon, the puppets. Yes, sir. So I actually got to help lead the music a few times on our mission trips. Most time I helped uh, either teach a class, um, and a few times I did the uh, the Bible study. But music for me was always fun because you get the kids involved, you know, you get them out there doing all the motions, and it helps them remember the songs a lot more. And if they can remember it, then they start taking it to heart and knowing, okay, this song is saying, you know, God loves me. He is amazing. He made me in his image. And they start thinking about that, and it's a seed planted and a seed watered, and hopefully it'll grow and bloom and can lead them to Christ. Another way that the music worked, I've been on a couple different praise teams with our churches, churches that I've been a member of, and it's just fun to get to find new and creative ways to worship God. I do do a lot of it through drums. That's what I play. And 
So if I see some people out on the street who are into music, you know, I can relate with them. And <laughs> sorry, I heard a bird. Um, I can relate with them and tie in the music aspect and sort of bring it into Christ. Be like, hey, this is how God has used this in my life. Yeah. If you're hearing a bird in the background, uh, we, we're going <laughs> to get... That's my fault. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let me just share with you, Nathan's, uh, if his voice seems different than it usually is on Exploring Missions, uh, he's at his home and sound like you may be outside uh, doing this. So we'll enjoy that. <laughs> and uh, that's part of doing Exploring Missions. Mm-hmm. We try to do it live. So it, it's exciting to be a part of that. So you worked at Disney World and Universal Studios. Is that when, what what did you do in church while you were there? Did you find a church down that way? Um, I did. Actually, before I moved down there, sorry, I should have mentioned this a second ago. I did, uh, I was actually at East Corinth Baptist in Corinth, Mississippi. I was their music minister. Okay. Um, Yes, sir. I meant to say that when you had mentioned music, but yeah, I led worship there at the church and then just after I had to resign from there is when I moved down to Florida. Disney had a college program, and so I worked with them for about six months, then came home for a couple months, and then God had been working on me because of mission trips down to Florida and then working at Disney to want to move down to Florida. So I moved down there, and I started working with a few other places and then eventually Universal and Disney, and that's where God began growing in me a desire for the Japanese, in particular, but also just all people. Okay, let's let's Nathan. Did you hear? Started working yeah. in his heart. God does that. He did that in your life. You know, when you're around people, certain people, God usually speaks, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm curious, Daniel. Uh, does that have something to do with maybe being in a large, like Orlando area, a large tourist mecca, if you will. Uh, um, did you run into a lot of Japanese tourists? Is that what was happening? Well, when I first went down there, it was a lot of tourists. Uh, for our mission trips, we kept a list of all the different countries people would be from that we met mm. during the summer. And we we filled up, I think, almost 30, 40 different countries one summer yeah. of people of different countries. And that started my love for just meeting people of all over the world. One thing that they did that was really cool, they said, you know, the Great Commission, go and tell, um, go, you know, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Well, in Orlando, all the earth is coming there to you. And so right. it was like the mission field was coming to you. All you had to do is pray and ask God to use you to witness to them, which was really cool. And that started developing my love for just people of other areas. And that's one reason why I wanted to move to Florida was because I could meet people from all over the world. I could learn about their ways of life and share with them how Christ had been working in me. And when I was at Disney, of course, I'm meeting people from all over the world And I began praying about Japan specifically because my sister, Brittany, had been planning on going back to Japan. She had been several times, and I knew that if she moves there one day, I would need to go as well 
at least to visit her. So I began praying, you know, God, prepare my heart for that. And the more I prayed about that, the more Japanese people I was meeting, the more people he was bringing into my life, and the more I was, I just had this desire in my heart of Japan and the Japanese people and wanting to share with them the gospel. And which was kind of, for me, it was a little out of the blue because I I wasn't thinking of, hey, I want to go across the country. I was like, I want to stay here where I am, where it's a little bit more comfortable. And that's one of the cool things with God is he calls us to leave our comfort zone so that he can allow us to grow in new ways. He does. (laughs) Nathan, it reminds me of Paul having a desire to go to Spain and uh, in the book of Acts and uh, Romans, he talks about a lot. He'd gotten to Rome, but a lot of folks think probably he was under house arrest and was released. And then he may have made that trek. We don't know exactly where, but it is amazing to see where all the apostles went after the dispersion, those 12 apostles. Recently, I, I just got online and I looked at a map of where they think all the apostles went and where they died for for Christ's sake. Uh, God God does call, call us out of our comfort zone sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if we're going to be effective as workers in the harvest field, if we're going to be effective witnesses for Jesus, it does require us to leave comfort. It it might not be all of our comforts. It might not be even, quote unquote, our zone that, you know, where we are currently found right now, but we'll leave things behind for the name of Jesus. And, uh, but I found, Daniel, you'll probably agree with this, that nothing you've left behind compares with what you found in in Christ Mm. and even making uh, his name known. Exactly. Well, when, when we hear that, and you met the Japanese people. Brittany had a heart for them. God started developing your heart. And here in northeast Mississippi in the last few years, uh, we've had a plant come to this area where a lot of Japanese individuals have moved, and they're learning English language. So tell me how God's using that in your life, Daniel. Yes, sir. Um, so I moved back home in December of uh, 2019, right towards the end of the year. And my sister had been part of uh, a group in Tupelo here, uh, English as a Second Language. And she got me in contact with Miss Judy Land, who is over that group, and told her that I was wanting to one, wanting to go on a mission trip to Japan and wanting to help out uh, any way that I could. And so she's like, yes, we'll definitely use him. And so we began in the, uh, the summer to uh, do Bible story— or, Bible study, sorry, Uh, during the summer, uh, we would meet on Mondays, and it was Japanese kids at first, and then it opened up to the families as well. We had a few Hispanic families, but it was mainly the Japanese, and we would share with them. We'd start off with music and worship. Then we would do a Bible story, study through a Bible verse, help them to try and memorize it, and then... One of us would talk about how God had been working in our lives that week. And it was really cool to see just the kids that would come back time and time again, not because their parents were dragging them to church, but because they wanted to be there. 
they were always a little bit shy, and that's one thing with the the Japanese is it takes a little while for them to open up. So throughout the entire summer, you would see that opening a little bit more and more. And by the end of the summer, the kids and I, afterwards, we would just run and play on the playground for like an hour and just build up more of a friendship. And so after that, uh, we actually began starting actual classes on Wednesday evenings. And I was happy to see the kids came back because they wanted to learn more. We had even more that would come. They told their friends, and so they brought their friends as well, which was really awesome. And so I got to, uh, in the ESL classes, I've gotten the privilege to help teach the children's group. We have like a beginning English, intermediate and advanced English. We have a group that teaches Spanish, uh, if you would like to learn and then we have the children's group. And so I've gotten the opportunity to be one of the teachers for the children's group, which is really fun. So here you are. Your your heart is set toward Japan, and God brings you into the opportunity to work with those uh, individuals that have moved here speaking the language. And while you're helping them, you're learning? Yes, sir. Uh, Nathan, let me get before he answers that. <laughs> It makes me think of the ministry over, that you were involved in in Clarkston, Georgia, uh, right, yeah. about, you know, the preparation. But while you're learning, uh, God's preparing you to go as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, there's not a wasted moment when you're, you know, looking to be and living on mission for God. You know, he He will use every everything as a learning opportunity, but also a ministry opportunity. They kind of go hand in hand. They do. And and so, are you learning some Japanese at this point in your life? Uh, hi, which means yes. <laughs> yes, um, okay. Yes, sir. So I have uh, two different ladies, Miss uh, Momoko and uh, uh, I just blanked on her name. I apologize. Uh, but one lady, uh, she teaches me 30 minutes before we start our ESL classes on Wednesday. And uh, the other lady, we FaceTime and she teaches me Japanese on uh, Tuesday mornings. And so I'm getting to learn Japanese while also teaching them. Okay. It's with, a lot of fun. Okay. With that in mind, your plans. Japan is on your radar, right? Yes, sir. My sister's reached out to a couple of the uh, missionaries that she's worked with and let them know that I'm interested in coming. My initial thoughts was that I would like to go, you know, and try and meet the missionaries, see what their needs are and how I can help them. And a few have reached out and said, we see that you do balloons. That would be a great way to bring people in, get their attention. And it's another way to open the door to share the gospel. And so I'm praying and preparing. Hopefully next year, if everything works out right, I'll be able to go to Japan get to meet with the different missionaries there, get to begin to meet the people of the area and just share with them the love of Christ. Nathan, when I hear Daniel's heart for that, and he he gives us a heart for the different areas. You know, we've you and I have talked about your spiritual shape, your spiritual gifts, your heart or your passion, your abilities, your right. personality, your experience. And, and God takes all of those. And I'm hearing Daniel's story and I'm seeing God using all of those things in Daniel's life to bring him to this point in his life where I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know, God, especially those skills and experiences. You know, it'll be 
of, of balloon animals. I mean, you know, if God can use that, that's, that's incredible how he's bringing that full circle. You know, the sense is the visual part of that, and you're able to speak while you're doing that. They're watching and, and doing working with balloons. You know, they're, they're visualizing that. And so God is doing that. Now, we're talking about 2020. Nathan and I started off, and that's the reason I wanted to start off that way because mm-hmm. I want to come back to it. During this year of 2020, a lot of things have happened financially. A lot of things have closed down for his travel. And so, and I was thinking, Nathan, we, we always look at scriptures and think of experiences in the Bible. Paul talked about out of the poverty that others had, they, around Achaia and Corinth, they gave to the needs of those poor people in Jerusalem. Even out of their poverty, they gave. God God kind of amplifies that when and multiplies that when that happens, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I really believe so. I believe um, <clears throat> when you put your heart into it, God will, uh, you know, his heart's in it too. And, uh, you know, God's heart's so much bigger. He can multiply what we might see as a little thing. You might be listening and say, well, balloons, that's not that big of a deal. Well, it's not. But when God's in it, it can be a big deal. And uh, whatever you're giving might be, might not be a big deal. But God can t- turn it into something that can reach the entire world with your little gift. As you're preparing for Japan, tell me about what you're doing in order to get ready. I know you're learning the language. Mm-hmm. Or are you or are people, are you collecting financially for people to help you get over there? Or how's that working? So right now, I've uh, the main part has just been taking a little bit of my paycheck each week or every two weeks and putting towards it. But also, the balloons that I've been doing, whether it be at birthday parties or restaurants, about eighty-five to ninety percent of that is going back towards helping fund my mission trip to Japan. Ten percent is going back to God, and then five percent to buy more balloons so I can keep doing it. <laughs> and when I get closer, I'm gonna try and have either some type of fundraiser, like whether it be a luncheon or some way where if people would like to donate, they can. But right now it's just mainly using my balloons and work to just help slowly fund that. Okay. If people wanted you to come do a birthday party or a Bible study with balloons, can they contact you? Uh, Yes, sir. I have a a Facebook page. Uh, It's Daniel the Balloon Twister. Um, it has uh, my phone number on there, uh, my email, and all the different balloons that I make and everything. Yes, sir. Now, Nathan, that's pretty good, the pol- balloon twister. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think I could remember that one. So, Daniel, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And we're praying that God would continue to get you to learn the Japanese language. I, I find that uh, challenging. It and uh, I bet that God can do it. Nathan? Thank you for being with us uh, remotely. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's a little you. different, but, man, I'm glad you're with us, man. Yeah, sorry for all the background noise. I oh. tried to get the birds to be quiet, but they didn't listen to me. <laughs> they added to the program. There's Latin. They're praising the Lord, their creator, and we praise the Lord, our Redeemer. Again, you've been listening to Exploring Missions. Be on mission for God here and around the world. <laughs>